Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, longtime astrologer, psychic, and healer, Jill Jardine. In today's episode, part one of a two-part series, Full Moon Magic, I'm going to discuss the potency of the full moon and how we can harness that energy in our life. I'm also going to discuss the powerful full moon in May called the Wiesak Moon, so stay tuned. Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. This is part one of a two-part series called Full Moon Magic. In this episode, we're going to talk about the potency of the full moon and how we can harness that energy in our life. I'm also going to share with you information about the special full moon festival on May 7th called the Wiesak Moon. And stick around for the end of the podcast when I teach two Tibetan mantras in Sanskrit that are beneficial to chant during the Wisak moon of May 7th. When we look up at the full moon, we feel a sense of awe and connectedness to something greater than ourselves. Although man landed on the moon over 50 years ago, the moon still holds us humans enthralled him. Why is that? The full moon is mystical. It connects us to the ancients and our ancestors who performed ceremonies and rituals at the full moon. It's the culmination of the previous lunar cycle and portends magical movements at play. The ancient healer and shamans knew and used the power of the full moon in potentizing their medicinal herbs, healing potions, and desires and wishes. They cast blessings or curses at the full moon. Lighting fires under full moons was a way to connect with the healing and purifying power. Some of these rituals have trickled down through modern times as we see friends and new agers blessing and cleansing their crystals under the full moon, perhaps bathing in the light of the moon naked or in a body of water was an ancient cleansing ritual. And we have things that have come down through time that we borrow from our ancestors to cleanse and heal at the full moon. Some ways we can use the power of a full moon for modern day rituals are putting our gems or crystals in the moonlight for cleansing unwanted or negative energies away. We can take a moon bath with the moon shining in as we soak in a lavender herbal essential oil bath for cleansing. We can go out in nature during a full moon and bask in it. The full moon activates the emotions, creating more feelings on the surface. We can use this time to chronicle our insights, feelings, and intuition. It's also an excellent time to dream journal. Our dreams are usually more profound, vivid, and lucid at full moons. And they can be precognitive in nature, meaning giving us a heads up of people we may meet or situations that may occur in the future. So journaling, writing down your dreams during a full moon is a great way to enhance your intuition. Full moons naturally make us all more psychic as they trigger our pineal gland in our third eye center, making stimulating access to intuitive, clairvoyant, clairsentient, and clairaudient abilities. So that's clear seeing, clairvoyant, clairsentient, clear feeling, and clairaudient, clear hearing. 
hearing sounds from the subtle spheres, or even getting messages for ourselves. Full moons also enhance our creativity, so paint, write, and dance at full moons. They were celebrated by our pagan ancestors with dancing and feasting and romping in the hay. There is something to be said about full moon celebrations. Full moons can also trigger latent or ongoing emotional, psychological, mental, or physical issues. Everything comes to the surface at the full moon because of the moon's gravitational pull on the earth is so strong. It pulls on the bodies of humans and animals on the earth. That's why people and animals can act strangely at full moons, like lunatics. Many people are admitted to mental facilities and hospitals during full moons. The full moon has been linked to weird behaviors, more violence, and sleepwalking. The words lunacy and lunatic are from the lunar Latin word luna for the moon. Watch the news stories that emerge around a full moon. There are usually a lot of strange incidents and weird accidents that occur. Many people tend to die and leave their body around full moons, as well as many are born and incarnate around full moons due to the increase in the barometric pressure. Sometimes there are super full moons each year that will enhance all of these full moon fallouts I have mentioned. A super full moon takes place when the moon is closest approach to the Earth. We have already had two super full moons in 2020. They occurred on March 8th and April 8th. The next full moon in 2020 is May 7th, which is also called the Wiesak moon in esoteric circles. I talked about it in my New Moon Manifestation podcast, but here's some more information on the Wiesak moon. It's celebrated in esoteric traditions as the Buddha full moon. It is the most powerful time of three lunar festivals. The first of these three lunar festivals is the Easter festival, which falls on the first Sunday after the full moon when the sun is in Aries and the moon is in Libra. And that's usually during the month of March or April. The Easter festival honors the Christ energy, the Christ consciousness on the planet. The second lunar festival is the Wiesak moon. It's always the full moon with the sun in Taurus and the moon in Scorpio. It usually comes in the month of April or May. It is the full moon of the Buddha and a very powerful Buddhist ceremony. The third lunar festival is when the moon is in the sign Sagittarius and the sun is in Gemini. It's called the Festival of Goodwill, and it usually occurs in late May or early June. I'll talk more about that in my June 2020 Astro Update. It is going to occur on June 5th this year. So I want to share a little information about the Wiesak Festival, celebrated by the Buddhists and brought to this country by the Theosophical Society out of India when they came to the West. They brought these lunar festivals of the Festival of the Wisak and the Festival of Goodwill. The yearly Wisak festivals at the full moon in Taurus celebrated in traditional Buddhism as a tribute to the birth, death, and enlightenment of the Buddha. For esoteric circles, this also marks the time 
of Passover and the Last Supper. Wesak is a time of great outpouring for the planet and her inhabitants. And here's the story behind the Wesak moon, the ceremony. In a secret valley in the Himalayas, the Christ presides over a ceremony in which a large crystal bowl is filled with water awaiting the coming of the Buddha at the exact moment of the full moon. When that blessed moment arrives, the Buddha appears in a brilliant golden globe of light, hovering over the assembled masses of saints, sages, and spiritual teachers in and out of body. In other words, some on the actual physical plane in this remote area of the high Himalayas and some coming in from the etheric planes. And there is a mass of saints, sages, and spiritual teachers from all the world's religious traditions. The Christ energy, the Christ chants a secret mantra over the bowl of water, which serves as a signal for the Buddha to dispense the great outpouring of spiritual energy and light to the planet and humanity. Finally, the spiritually charged water from the bowl is distributed to all who have gathered, consummating the purpose of the gathering. The assembled teachers and healers then return to their places from which they had come to bring the blessings to humanity. I took that excerpt out of a book from my teacher, Thomas Ashley Farhan Namadeva Acharya. So we can see that this is a blessing time to the planet. And so people are asked to do some form of spiritual practice, whether it's meditating, chanting, praying, um, blessing some sacred water, maybe bringing it out to nature and giving it to the plants and the grass. So if you can tune into the energy, there's heightened spiritual vibrations at this time of the Wesak moon, and we are available to receive this to lift up our consciousness. So plan on doing something special on the full moon, May 7th, 2020. When I come back, I'm going to teach you two Sanskrit mantras that are very beneficial to chant during that time. Welcome back. I'm going to share two mantras in Sanskrit from the Tibetan tradition that are auspicious to chant at the full moon in May, known as the Wisak moon. The first mantra I want to share is Om Mani Padme Hum. This is the Sanskrit version of it, and it's with an H-U-M on the end. Actually, the spelling is O-M. Next word, Mani, M-A-N-I. Third word is Padme, P-A-D-M-E. And then it ends with Hum, H-U-M. In some traditions, that can be a hung. So I'm going to have these mantras written in the show notes so that you can chant along. So Om Mani Padme Hum, a traditional Buddhist mantra, is interpreted as being to the being of great compassion, who has put off final liberation until all sentient beings have achieved enlightenment. The translation for Om Mani Padme Hum means praise to the jewel in the lotus. Padme means lotus in Sanskrit. It basically is praising the heart and our heart wisdom. So let's chant Om Mani Padme home together nine times. I suggest you chant it 108 times at home, especially in the time leading up to the Wisak moon, the two days before the day of May 7th, and then maybe for the two days after the days of distribution. So let's chant Om Mani Padme home nine times together. 
Om Mani Padme Hum. 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 And after you chant, take a moment and just bask in the energy of that very powerful mantra. The second Sanskrit mantra I want to share is called the Kala Chakra Mantra, which literally translates to the wheel of time. It is the spirit of the wheel of the time. And the current Dalai Lama says that everybody should be chanting this mantra to help with the personal evolution and planetary evolution of Mother Earth. This is the Kala Chakra Mantra. It's very powerful because it is all seed sounds. Om Haksa Ma La Va Ra Yam Swaha. Again, it will be in the show notes. Let's chant the Kala Chakra Mantra together nine times. Om Haksa Ma La Va Ra Yam Swaha. Om Haksa Ma La Va Ra Yam Swaha. Om Haksa Malavarayam 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 Swaha. The Kala Chakra Mantra, the Wheel of Time. Do chant this at home 108 times. Namaste. Hey folks, it's always good to know with all this talk of the moon, the full moon, where is your natal moon located in your birth chart? It's time to consult your astrologer, Jill Jardine, at jilljardine.com and get your natal chart done so you can see what house and what sign your moon is located and plan your life accordingly. Thank you to all my listeners for tuning in to part one, Full Moon Magic. Stay tuned for my next episode, which will be Full Moon Magic Part 2. This is Jill Jardine of Cosmic Scene signing off and sending good vibrations through the quantum field.